Happy New Year. It's a wonderful day today. It's just the 2nd of January and I'm excited of what this year has in store for you and I. This is Now Tell Us. I'm your host, Anthony Murore. At Now Tell Us, we have guests come and tell us stories. And today we have a great guest. Now, you, you better believe me. <laughs> You've always believed me. So better believe me this time round. Uh, he's a great, great guest. His name is called Kellen Flukiga. And he's going to be here to tell us uh, how to deal with 2024 and live our ultimate life. And before we go, I would request you, if you have a question, please ask. If you have any feedback for us, we love our feedback. So remember to subscribe also to our channels. We appreciate you for everything. And now, because I don't want to take much of Kellen's time, why don't you join me as we go together to meet our guest today, Kellen? Here we go. Hello, Kellen. Hey, Anthony. Thank you for having me. And the first thing I want to do is just really acknowledge you. Doing a podcast, doing a broadcast is a labor of love. It takes a lot of effort. It takes a lot of energy. And it comes out of the pure love in your heart to help people do good, lift and bless them. And I just want to honor you for that effort. Oh, that's such an honor. And I am humbled by your appreciation. because the viewer here, the listener here, some of us may not know uh, the uh, impact that you're making in this world. And uh, just hearing the, such a comment from you is such a humbling uh, thing from you. So welcome to Now Tell Us. We are honored to have you here. Thank you. And I'm, I'm grateful to be here. I'm grateful for every person like you that's trying to add good to the world. So let's do some good stuff. Yes, and uh, as if you know, my uh, my hashtag is be good for good. I guess you, I guess you stole somewhere. <laughs> I love it, Mole. I use the words add good to the world. You know, we breathe and we add carbon dioxide, so we might yeah. as well make a choice to add good to the world instead of either nothing or negative stuff, right? Yeah, so let's make it, and uh, we invite each and every person who is uh, watching us or listening to us. Let's add some good to this world and what a call at the beginning of the year to you who's listening so put your comments there put your questions in the chat and we'll be interacting with you as we keep on moving but before we go into much 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 uh, talk uh, because uh, Karen has a, a lot to tell us can you please tell us uh, who is Kellen for someone who's meeting you for the very first time well, you know, Kellen today in 2024 is way different than Kellen of previous decades. Mm. Today, I'm a an alchemist. I'm a catalyst. My whole life, literally from the first breath when I wake up to the last breath before I go to sleep every night mm -hmm. is only focused on one thing. My goal, my commitment is to help 250 million people to discover who they really are 
and then to create from that place. And what I mean by that is to give in to those nudges, those feelings, those intuitions, the yearnings that cause you to start the show, that causes people to think about writing a book or doing something good, to be creative. Like, do that. Be that. Connect, tell the truth, be vulnerable. And my commitment is to help 250 million people this year do that. So that's all I do. I write books. I have music. I got 88 songs on Spotify. I appear on shows. Those are all ways that I do that. But the one goal is to give love, encouragement, permission, energy to that effort. And yeah, I run a coaching business and sometimes people hire me to help them do specific things. And that's great. But that's all I'm doing. So that's it. And I'm glad that we are having you for the second day of the year because we are going to move into this year with uh, much confidence hearing from you now seeing how you're excited how you are uh, powerful and you have got some great positive energy can we know were you born that have you always been that way from the day that you came into this world after today <laughs> no i was not born that way i was born like everybody else in just whatever circumstance i was raised in what looked like sort of an average thing i had two parents i was raised in a family with other kids we weren't kind of middle class lower middle class in the u.s i uh, never we didn't have hunger or anything like that but my mom particularly was very uh, fanatic about religion and uh -huh. she wanted certain behaviors and so the way i was raised with was with discipline that today would be felony child abuse a lot of beatings and a lot of things that were abusive awful and uh -huh. so i i grew up uh feeling like i was not good enough no matter what i did uh -huh. and so i lived my whole life i left home at 17 and from 17 until 52, so for 35 years, and 52 was 2007. So for those 35 years, I lived trying to prove that I was okay. I lived a roller coaster of creating big success in a career and financially and everything, but then sabotaging. Every time I got to the top somewhere, I would do something stupid and wreck it. Mm -hmm. I was married and divorced three times. Well, I was a drug addict. I was in and out of rehab. Mm -hmm. I attempted suicide twice. Whoa. I was miserable because I believed that I wasn't good enough. Nothing I did would be okay. So even when I created, ooh, big stuff on the outside, I, I didn't believe I deserved it, so I would wreck it. Mm -hmm. I lived that way for 35 years. And in 2007, in August, uh, I had a divine intervention. Mm. didn't fix me, but it offered me a profound invitation to change. Mm. So in September of 2007, I walked away from a 30-year career. I completely changed everything about my whole life and started all over again. And since that time in the last 16 years, uh, 16 and a half now, I have written 19 books. I've created a coaching practice. I'm have gone on the mission that you know that I'm on now, but for the first 35 years or for the first 52 years, I chased that sort of thing that we're supposed to do. And it resulted in, you know, death and misery and pain and 
everything, including, as I mentioned, a couple of suicide attempts. So it was that dramatic until August of 2007. And since that time, I have changed and it didn't happen all at once. It's a learning process, but mm-hmm. oh, it, it, most of my life was some other way. In the last 16 and a half years now, I have moved in a new direction. Wow. 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 What a story. And I know there are people who are listening or watching us who who are there, who have been going through life, maybe accomplish things, uh, accomplishing things, losing things, uh, getting in and out of relations. And wow, uh, it's good to hear your story to maybe give them an insight on how to take hold of their life and move in a positive direction. And, and this is why we are doing this. Now, I know maybe it's a hard thing, but you can give us a comparison between then and now and just just, just let us understand the, the big impact that is, has made on you. Okay. In August of 2007, mm-hmm. I was back at the top mm-hmm. making all kinds of money. In fact, I was making so much money that my $3,000 a week cocaine addiction didn't matter. Wow. So I was a big shot, but I was miserable. I uh, came home from work on a Friday. I had 10 children. I had four of my 10 kids living with me. Mm -hmm. Three were grown up and married and three were with one of my ex-wives, which is kind of embarrassing, but they were. So I was a Mm -hmm. single dad and uh, I had attempted suicide two weeks before for the second time. So I came home on a Friday night Mm -hmm. in August of 2007 and I was going to go out to party for the weekend. And suddenly I had this urge to turn on the television. Mm. Now, that doesn't sound like anything, except I didn't watch TV. So I picked up the remote and realized I didn't know how to turn it on. Mm-hmm. I bought all the cool stuff for the kids. but I. So my 16-year-old daughter, she punched some buttons and threw the remote at me. And it landed on a program that I don't think is on anymore. But it's a reality TV show called Intervention. Okay. And it's a show about families who stage interventions for busted loved ones, right? Mm -hmm. Priests Mm -hmm. or counselors or whatever. So I watched about uh, the protagonist was a high ranking executive with a cocaine problem. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I watched my life for about 10 minutes and I turned it off, said, I'm not watching this crap. Mm -hmm. And I did some other stuff. And then before I went out to party, I just had, I just felt compelled to turn the TV back on. So I did. And that show started over. No, I didn't have a recorder. No, it wasn't on the schedule. No, it can't do that. I understand, but it did. So I watched it and it went badly. The guy got mad, yelled at his family, swore he didn't have a problem and stomped out of the meeting. But what it did for me is it freaked me out. So instead Mm -hmm. of going out to party, I went to bed. When I went to bed, I went to hell. And what I mean by that is I went somewhere. It felt out of body Mm -hmm. and I watched It was like I was in a theater and I could see scenes from my life Mm -hmm. on the stage. And it was all focused on suffering, the suffering Mm -hmm. that had been inflicted on me as a kid, Mm -hmm. the abuse up to the suffering I inflicted on everybody as an addict and a lousy partner and everything else. Mm -hmm. After a long time, uh, a voice simply said, it is enough. Mm. I woke up and I realized I got up, I was confused because the sun was shining in the windows and the windows faced west. I got up and it was realized it was five o'clock Saturday afternoon. So Mm. I'd been somewhere nearly 18 hours and I realized I'd been invited to change. Mm -hmm. I had no idea how to do it, where to start, 
or, mm-hmm. or anything because I'd never gotten any help before. Yeah. But I made a decision that I was done with, uh, done. So I threw away $1,000 worth of drugs I had laid around and I quit. Mm. Cold turkey that day. And that got me sober, but it didn't do anything to do about the depression or self-loathing or self-sabotage that got me where I was. Mm -hmm. Well, that was part two. So Monday I went back to work and because of the positions that I had, I used to get a lot of free stuff, Mm -hmm. free tickets and free, you know, because I made decisions that were really important to other people. One of the things I got was a free pair of tickets to see a Yo-Yo Ma concert. Now, if you know Mm -hmm. classical music, you know who that is. And if you don't, you don't. But in the classical world, that's like, so I had these $2,000 tickets and I thought it'd be a shame to waste this other ticket. Mm-hmm. So I asked in the groups that I managed, who who likes classical music? And some lady said, I do. And I asked her, have I ever given you anything before? Because I gave away stuff all the time. And she said, okay. no. I said, okay, fine. See you there. So I gave her the ticket. We met at the venue. Now you got to know the night of the concert, I'm now two weeks, two and a half weeks, stone cold sober. The concert was amazing. And halfway through, I had this feeling come over me that I recognized from two weeks before. Mm. And this voice said to me, you need to marry this woman. (laughs) And I said, you're insane. I said, I've screwed that up three times before with Mm -hmm. some other messes in between. That's not happening. Mm -hmm. Later that night, we were backstage because the reason they were so tickets were so expensive is they were backstage passes and all that stuff. Okay. The voice came back and said, comma, and you need to tell her tonight. And I said, all right, number one, I don't know her very well. I don't know if she has a relationship. Yeah. Number two, she could call the cops or somebody for harassment. I, you know, no, (laughs) I can't do that. Yeah. But you don't win those arguments. So Mm -hmm. I did. And it went about like you would have expected. Are you insane? You know, and she left. (laughs) We hadn't come together. I mean, it wasn't a date. I'd just given her a ticket, right? So, uh, but the two good things is she didn't have a relationship. And she didn't call HR or the cops or anything. Yeah. And uh, after about, uh, over the next two or three weeks, she had her own set of experiences. And... uh, Two or three weeks after that concert, she resigned her entire career. I walked away from millions of dollars of contracts and we walked off into the sunset together. And last two weeks ago, we celebrated our 16th wedding anniversary. Now, the reason that matters is because she was the person that was the angel, literally, with a sole contract to help me learn how to be a person to tell the truth, which I'd never done, to have a friend, which I had never done, even though I'd been married three times, mm-hmm. to be a friend and everything else. And so starting then in September, the first part was in August, then September, I have got the help I need, seen counselors, done the work because the stuff was magic, but it didn't do the work. Mm. It was an invitation. And so if I leave out of this whole story, something with your guests, it's this. The divine has a mission for you, mm. but it's always issued as an invitation. And we have to say yes. And I can tell you right now, I had no idea how to do what I was feeling I needed to do. I didn't have any idea what I was going to do for work. 
neither did she. We both quit and just sort of said, okay, and walked off into the sunset, figuring out as we went. And we had to get to know each other. We didn't know each other very well. But what we said is, look, this is crazy. Because she knew. I, I've asked her a hundred times, what made you walk off into the sunset with a drug addict? I mean, everybody knew, right? They knew, but they didn't know, right? And okay. she said, I just knew to the core of my soul it was the right thing to do. Hmm. So, so, but we had to do the work. We had to do the work. There's work. There's work. So if you, say, work. if you say yes to the invitations, it's not magic. Yeah. You've got to do the work. So we said to each other, look, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. We both agree this is insane. We also both agree this is the right thing. So if we're going to do this, then this is ride or die. Mm -hmm. We're not, we're not doing this. I said, I'm not doing this again. I can't, this is ride or die. Yeah. And she said, okay, ride or die. So that's where we started. Not mm -hmm. knowing how to do it, not knowing what to do to grow ourselves, to make changes. It was me mostly. She was fine. Mm -hmm. Uh, but the answer is you got to be committed, committed, committed. So yeah. I don't care where you are right now. Mm -hmm. You can, it's never, it's today is the day to change your direction. Say yes to those intuitions, to those feelings, to those invitations. I don't care what you have to leave. Go. Go. And commit. And that's how you get started. Commit, go, and <laughs> yeah, that's a what a story. And even uh, Stephen agrees with me that this is uh, such an inspiring story. Thank you very much, Stephen, for tuning in. We appreciate you. Now, you've shared so much, and even if we had this program here, I know someone is gonna walk uh, walk away with some great things to apply, but maybe one two three steps that you can tell us as at it, it is at the beginning of the year uh, up to to the end of the year we, we don't know we have not met this year before this is our first time we are meeting with this year and we want to accomplish our own things uh, and taking your instruction uh, listening to the intuition and saying this is my year i'm gonna bond together with you and we're gonna walk we're gonna go into the sunset and become some wonderful creatures Give us some tips on how to go. I will, because <laughs> where I am today is the result of 16 plus 16. years okay. walking in that direction. So yeah. if you're thinking about 2024, just set some objectives. You don't have to set, I'm going to build a habitat for humanity on the dark side of the moon by next week. Mm -hmm. You don't need to set goals like that. Set little ones. Let me ask you a question. If you or you, any of your listeners decided today i'm going to be one percent more loving i'm going to take one percent more responsibility for creating money or clients or phone calls or networking or i'm going to create one percent growth one mm. percent's not a big deal yeah i can uh, do that one more phone call you know what if you what? do one percent today and one percent tomorrow by the time summer gets here, you're going to be 120% better. Mm, 120%. Oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> Period. Yeah. Like, 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 like it's not complicated. You don't have to jump over the moon. Take a step. Take another step. 
Take another step. Make adjustments in your direction. So that's the first thing. Start today and take little steps. Yeah. The second thing is expect to fail. Hmm. Failure is not final. It's just feedback. So if something doesn't work, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean you're a jerk. It doesn't mean you're a failure. It just means it didn't work. Yeah. So when you take it personally and say, oh, I suck, or it must be a sign that I'm not supposed to do this, mm-hmm. that's nonsense. I can't tell you how many times I failed in this last 16 years, writing books, building a coaching practice, creating the kind of stuff that I do now. So you're seeing me 16 years into the process. Yeah. If you'd seen year one, I wouldn't have been here. Or uh-huh. year two, I wouldn't have been here. Or three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Like this is 16 years. 16 years. Build, uh, growing. So take, take responsibility and do a year's worth of growing in 2024. And we live in a world that makes it feel like everything should be instantaneous. Mm. Like we should be able to solve all the problems in the length of a TV sitcom. Yeah. And everything is download and double click. Well, it's not. Mm. So get strap in for the long haul because the next year or two or 10 is going to go by either way. Tick, 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 tick. And in five years, you can have five years worth of growth. Or you can have five years worth of complaining, wishing it had gone better, bitching about your neighbor or the economy or God or pandemics or whatever. That never solves anything. Wow. So take your own responsibility and move 1% at a time. Wow. 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 Take responsibility and move. 1% is going to be 120% or maybe in more. In four months, right? I mean, four a percent months. a day in four months is 120%. <laughs> and expect to fail. Now, it's one thing, and it's good that you mentioned that most of us want instantaneous results. I want to open, uh, to start a podcast today, and I become world famous. And... I go to the 10th episode, 100th episode, and maybe I'm not... Uh, accomplishing i'm not having some great traction and i i can just say i quit but then whatever it is that you start today you uh, just look at the one percent don't look at the hundred percent tomorrow just as karen is saying one percent commit to it fail start again continue correct where you've gone wrong and at the end you're gonna be somewhere I got a story for you. I got a yeah, client. We love stories. We love stories. I got love a client. Stories. So I have a podcast also. Okay. It's called Your Ultimate Life. Mm-hmm. And I have eight, 840 episodes. 840 episodes. And I started it at the beginning of the pandemic. And I used to do it every day. And then I'm now twice a week. Okay. About a year and a half or two years ago. And and we, you know, we've gotten well now. We're, you know, we've got good distribution and stuff. Okay. But I have a friend, a client friend who's been a guest in my podcast, and she started a podcast two years after I did. Mm-hmm. And she has 10 times the number of views and engagement that I do. 
Mm-hmm. And she credits me with it because I've to- I told her what to do. Do this, do this, do this, do this. She said, I did everything you said and it's exploded. So I could say, oh, I suck because she has 10 times more engagement than I do. Mm-hmm. Or I just love her to pieces because she's doing good in her space, in her area, in the things that she's bringing to the world. And yippee that she has 10 times as much traction as I do. So I can go look at her show and I can see what she does. And maybe I can learn a thing from my client and it doesn't matter. It's not a competition. It's not a it competition. is your opportunity to add good to the world. So take it. Take it. Add the good to the world. Can I also share a story just because we have a lot of similarities the way, and it's good that we have met and, uh, become friends we have a lot of similarity i'll give you a similar story and this is uh, to the benefit of the listener or the viewer who's here tuned to us uh, and it's just about a platform i started tiktok and uh, my tiktok took traction i mean within a year i had like uh, fifty thousand followers and then i saw someone who's struggling and i see oh this person has more greater potential he has more greater content than I. And I I decided to show him how to do things here and there. So I I said, hey, you should be having more followers. Why you're starting, you have, he had like, I think 2000 followers. So I showed him, I showed him within six months, seven months, by the time of the year is turning, the guy has 1 million followers. And I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) I've never hit 100,000 followers. But then, That should not discourage me. That should give me an inspiration. And by the way, uh, I'll share the benefit of uh, giving, the benefit of offering help and adding value to the world. When I started to uh, show the person on how to go about building his TikTok, along the way, that's when the person, I, I discovered, oh, this is a writer. He's someone who's published books. And then he inspired me to write my first book I published. That was even before he passed me on the followers. And uh, and now I am a published author. I have three books with me just because I added value to him. He showed where I believed that he was supposed to be above. And then life goes on. I don't know what his goal for is, is for 2024, but I know that he has great things going on. Fabulous. Well, you know, we, we we tend to look at things always as competition. There's a writer, C.S. Lewis, that said, uh, in a, as a sad commentary, mm-hmm. he said, happiness comes not from having a thing, but of having more of it than the next person. Mm-hmm. And that's a sad thing, yeah. you know. I'm not that's happy if I have a thing, only if I've got more than them or you yeah. or somebody yeah. else. Mm-hmm. And that's that's, number one, not true. And two, it's just sad. Like mm-hmm. our opportunity to love and to give is there. And that's where happiness comes. Mm-hmm. When I was making all that money and I had all that life that I had, yeah, you know, I was also depressed and suicidal. So I wouldn't trade to go back. I wouldn't trade that for anything. I learned a lot. I wouldn't change anything about what I've learned. Mm-hmm. But uh, the real joy is in listening to your intuition, 
leaning in and doing good. Yeah, we all need to make money. Yeah, we need to pay bills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not pretending we don't. I charge money for my coaching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But the real value is in adding good to the world and uh, and supporting and loving each other. We're built to love and serve each other. That's how we are happiest as a species. Oh yeah, sure. We are here to serve one another, build each other up and grow to be the great people that we are meant to be. Wow, wow. I think like, I feel like uh, we should have you, Kellen, here all day to just share with us all the wisdom, all the insights, all the inspiration that you're giving us. But then uh, our time is up. Uh, We are almost done with the episode. (laughs) It went so fast. But even if we end here, I know I'm going to take with me the 1% that you gave me. I'm going to improve myself 1% and I'm going to... Uh, expect some failure along the way, but then that should not stop me from going after my dreams and becoming the best version of myself. And I know that things are going to be great. But there's one thing I know. Uh, Someone who's listening to you and was inspired and uh, knows that uh, you could give an impact, uh, you can make an impact in his life or whatever it is that he's doing. And now you're going, how do they follow up with you? Because I know there's someone who's going to be saying, hey, 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 don't don't leave us. Well, here's the deal. When you have a weird name like Kellen Flukiger, I can't hide. So it's spelled right on the screen. My website is my own name. There's another website on here, uh, yourultimatelife.ca. There's Uh some free stuff there called Five Master Keys to Create Your Ultimate Life, which I define as a life of purpose, prosperity, and joy. I am all over social. And so you can follow me. I put tons of videos and stuff up. And the purpose of those is to help people, help my 250 million. If you want to talk to me personally, reach out on one of the socials, make a comment. Uh, you can connect with me uh, through the website. There's a, you know, a way to get a hold of me and so forth. So I'm I'm not hard to find. My, all my books are on Amazon. I've written a boatload. Uh, if you look me up on Spotify, I have 88 songs. I'm a musician and I do that stuff too. So I'm not hard to find and I'd be happy to meet you. Thank you. Once again, thank you very much, Kellen, for coming to our show. We appreciate you. You're welcome. And thank you for being the vehicle and the vessel for me and for others who want to share share uh, messages and encouragement. Okay. Now, as we go, leave us with something. And this is something that I ask my guests. Leave us with something that we should never forget. Never, never forget. I'll tell you what it is. What is I it? don't care where you've been. I don't care what's happened to you or who's done what or what an injustice or what struggles you've had. Here is the truth. It's never too late to matter, to change direction, and to move forward. What matters is your the direction you're facing and where you're going, not where you've been. Okay, if there was ever a poster child of someone that should have been left at the bottom of the canyon, I was it. Even in that circumstance, there was an invitation. So it's never too late. It's never too far gone. There's no such thing. Start today, get the help you need, change the direction, 
and move, move. So it's never too late. I wouldn't add anything to that because Kellen has told us everything. Thank you very much once again. And uh, now we've come to the end of the show. I want to thank all the viewers who are with us here or the listeners on any platform that you are following us on. Uh, thank you very much for, for also giving us the motivation to keep on going and being there for us. And that's You're about welcome. Thanks yeah, for having me. About it. Thank you. Thank you. That's about it. And until next time, this has been your host, Anthony Morore and Kellen Flugiga. We're saying make your 2024 to be your best year. Live your ultimate life this year. Bye for now.